Good morning, everybody. Today is Saturday, April 22nd, and I am live. So I hope if you're scrolling through cat, and vid cat videos and dog videos that you'll stop just a moment and give me some time because today I am discussing, are your employees sabotaging your sales? Wherever you are joining me from in the world, though, whether you're watching me live on LinkedIn or YouTube or on Facebook, I encourage you to subscribe to my channel. Pretty easy up there on the right. Usually you can find that. That way you won't miss any of my live videos. And even if you're watching on the replay, uh, do me a favor and type in where you are watching from because I always like to see where we are in the world. We've had every continent represented uh, yesterday except Antarctica. So I'm doing this series of six live videos. One, to make sure that we raise the awareness of how important the physical store is and what you can be doing to grow your sales at a time when demand seems to be softening. That's what we're hearing. Number two is to get you to join me for my webinar this Tuesday, Secrets to Keeping Customers Coming Back. And I will have the link in comments below. You can register for that. And then finally is we are starting a SalesRx Sprint, my online retail sales training program, which will start on Thursday. If you join me by uh, Wednesday, you'll be able to uh, get four extra weeks of group coaching calls with me one-on-one -on -one, to make sure that you can meet with success. And uh, frankly, it's not so much that we buy things, it's that we actually use them. So that's what this helps you. If you're on the fence, this is the time to do it because I won't be doing another one until fall. And I have a special offer I'll be giving on the webinar uh, and in this week's newsletter that you'll find out uh, a pretty amazing offer if you join me for the sprint. Uh, glad to know that we have people here from India. I've got North Carolina. Nancy, you've been here every day. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Egypt, I know we have people from all over the world as well. So do me a favor, even if I am talking and talking about something else, type in where you're joining me from. And that way we know we are building a community of like-minded people who are bullish on brick and mortar stores. So today I'm talking about, are your employees sabotaging your sales? Uh, this st story uh, revolves around me going into one of the most vaunted retail uh, experiences ever, the Apple Store. You know, again, people say, oh, we need to be like the Apple Store. Apple's pretty unique because they not only design and make their products, they sell them and control who does, and they control pricing and a lot of other things. But that said, it is the mothership that if you have an Apple product, and I have nothing but Apple products, uh, it's always good to go there because you know you'll get a certain experience. So I went in there to get a, um, I needed something for my iPhone. And while I was there, things, uh, you know, had kind of slowed down a little bit. And so I just turned to the young woman and I said, oh, that's right. I also need a, a one terabyte external drive uh, for backups. And she looked at me and she goes, well, don't buy them from us. I was like, what? She goes, come with me. So we walked over to a uh, Apple desktop and she typed in a competitor's address, uh, Newegg, I think it was. And she found the item and she printed out. And she goes, order it from them. You'll save a hundred bucks. Now, I'm sure she thought she was giving great customer service. I just have to ask you, do you think that's great customer service? Type it and let me know. Put a Y or an N. Do you think that's great customer service? For the retailer, do you think that's great customer service? Because for the consumer, you could certainly say, oh, well, I saved 100 bucks. Great. But in the end, I'm seeing this more and more. In fact, I was uh, on LinkedIn this last week. I had posted something similar about this. And this uh, person posted how they'd gone to REI and they were looking around at camping equipment. And the young woman who was very uh, nice and helpful said, don't buy it today. Come back on Friday when we're having a special uh, sale and you'll save 20%. So the guy said he went back on Friday and saved 20%. 
great. And he said that was great customer service. Great. Here's the problem with that. One, uh, once you walk out that door, you are potentially going to an online retailer or some other competitor because essentially the employee has said, don't buy from us, much like my Apple friend. Uh, number two is they were ready to buy it from you. They were ready to buy it from you. I was ready to buy it. It didn't matter. And you pretty much said, we're overpriced. Now, I doubt that those people look at it the same way I do. Thanks very much, Nancy. You've, you've, you win the prize. That's exactly right. No, of course, that's not the right answer. Uh, but yet, I see people all the time saying, oh, isn't that great? Here's the problem with that. If they don't buy it and they buy it later, usually it's because something is on sale and you're reducing margin. You don't pay people to sell merchandise that's on sale. You pay people to sell merchandise at full price, especially when they've gone through everything. Think about what it takes for you to go into a store these days, right? You might be half watching a, I don't know, a squid game or a Game of Thrones or something like that, uh, White Lotus. And uh, you're half watching on your iPhone or your iPad and you decide, yeah, I'm going to go to the store tomorrow. So you decide, all right, I'm going to take time away from my work or kids or whatever. I'm going to get in my car. I'm going to roll the dice that when I walk in the door, someone's going to be nice to me, but I'm probably going to purchase something. And someone says, but don't buy it from us. Isn't that counterintuitive? Yet how many people are actually training that? Well, I don't think they are. So what happens is the employees sell when something is deeply marked down or there's a special. They don't really connect their sales ability to them getting raises and promos. And the merchandise sits there longer than it needs to. And at the end of the day, I think that we find that people are uh, waiting for uh, someone to lead them. And that's what my point is here for you today, that are your employees secretly sabotaging your sales? Because most are selling from their own wallets, right? If I can save 50 bucks, I'll tell everybody else, I'll ingratiate myself to the person. I don't really have to do the hard work of how to engage them. I will get it by saying, I'm your, I'm your buddy. I'll give you the secret information. But in the end, is that helping the retailer? No, I don't agree it is. Uh, one person here says, yes, it makes me as a customer build trust in that store. Well, that's fine. Uh, but at the end of the day, Mary, that's not what makes a retail store being able to make pay its bills. And that's really what I care about is that if your employees are selling everything from their own wallets, uh, then yes, exactly. That's exactly right, by care. Promotion sales need very little effort to sell. That's why you put it on sale. What does take time is for you to actually be able to have someone who says, yes, you should buy this today and here's why and engage and, and compare and contrast and do all those things. And if that's interesting to you, then you probably want to learn more about my world, which is one of how high is up, how can I get more margin and uh, get more sales, even when demand might be uh, slowing down a bit. So I hope you'll join me for my webinar this Tuesday. Uh, and you'll find the link down below. And more importantly, also, you actually train your crew how to sell and engage a stranger instead of just selling from whatever's on sale or promotions because um, that customer uh, is that you're attracting for that is likely to go anywhere that gives them a deal instead of coming back to you and being glad they paid full price. So if that sounds interesting to you, make sure you check out that link below. Tomorrow, I have my last one, and it is my story of waiting on a celebrity, a well-known celebrity, uh, in Santa Monica Mall. I hope you'll join me tomorrow at 9 a.m. That'll be my last one, and that's Eastern time. So if you're joining me from Australia, I think that's 
I don't know, another day ahead of us, or it might be even nighttime uh, for some of you. I appreciate you being here today and for joining me. And remember, we're about as happy as we make our minds up to be. So let's go out and have a great day and sell a lot of merch and have fun while we're doing it. Thanks so much.